if there's anybody else that's still wondering, Jesus is the healer. Wave after wave of healing in this service tonight. And all over by the wonderful TBN ministry, the healing waves are going out, reaching out into bedrooms and living rooms and places all over. It's time, if you hadn't already received, to receive. The Lord stirred in my spirit real strong. The scripture in Psalms, where the psalmist said, I've been young, and now I'm old. But there's something I had never seen. Or here in Arkansas, is it something I, something I ain't never seen? What? He said, I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Just stop right there. Stop right there. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Do you remember the Lord said, I am with you always, even unto the end. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Never, never, never. You can leave him. He won't leave you. You come back to him. He's right there. Oh, a lot of people can come back tonight. I've never seen the righteous forsake us. Somebody said, well, yeah, if I was righteous, maybe so. It's real simple. If you have faith in Jesus, you have been made the righteousness of God in Jesus. It's not about your works. It's not about how good you can be. The blood of the Lamb has made you worthy, has made you and I right in the eyes of God. Do you have faith in Jesus? Do you have faith in the blood? Then say it out loud. I am righteous. I am the righteous of the Lord made clean by the blood. He said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. So don't you believe the devil's lies that, you know, the Lord has forsaken you, that he has let you down in your sickness and in your problem, in your difficulty, where's the Lord? He's right there. He's right there. But get the next part. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor what? Nor his seed begging bread. The Lord said something to me some years ago. I wrote it down, and he brought it to me uh, today real strong. He said, believers are not beggars. And beggars are not believers. If you're begging, you're not believing. If you're believing, you're not begging. And he brought to my remembrance this passage of Scripture. Turn with me, please. Luke chapter 18. Can you take some more tonight? Oh, it's been so rich already. Glory to God. Luke, chapter 18. You know the story, but I want to read it to you. And I want us to see a great truth here. Luke 18, 
and 35. It said, It came to pass, as Jesus was come near to Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the wayside doing what? What was he doing? He's blind and he's begging. How long has he been begging? I mean, there's implications that it's been this way. And as he's blind, he's begging, and he's still blind, and he's begging, and he's blind and begging, and it's a cycle. Is he believing? If he was believing, would he be begging? Now, are you with me on this? Oh, this is so important. I looked up this word beg to remind myself of it. To beg means to ask for a handout. It means to press, to nag, and to worry, one translation said. So by the, by, by the roadside there, he's, he's pressing. And he's pleading because he's blind. He can't work. There, there's not some of the uh, organizations to help then like there are now. So he's pleading with everybody that comes by, can you help me? Alms for the poor. Can you help the blind? Can you help me with something to eat? Can you help me? And this is all the man probably knew that he could do. He, he had no idea how he could make a livelihood otherwise. But oh, what a low place for a human soul to have to come down to. Are you with me now? You're going to help me with this tonight. What a low place. How that he's having to plead with people. Would you give me something? A handout, please. I'm hungry. Blind. Could you spare some change? Please. Please. Did you know that the same thing has happened in the church? Did you know that centuries of religious tradition being taught has turned millions of Christians into beggars? The only way they know how to pray is, please, oh please God, please. I know we don't deserve it. I know we're unworthy. But could you give us a handout? Could you spare something for us? Could you spare something? He's begging. He's pleading. Listen to something else. Definition of, uh, of beg. Beg. It means one who crouches and cowers. One who crouches and cowers. And I've seen people in these states and, and somebody comes by and they, and they fall down and they go, Oh, please, could you help? Please, could you help? Please. Another definition of beg. Now get this one. To ask repeatedly. To ask over and over again. Please could you help me? Please could you help me? Please could you help me? Sounds like some prayer meetings I've been in. How about you? Please could you help me? Please could you help me? But for all this time that he's begged, we don't see it get him any closer to his sight. 
Why are you saying that, Brother Keith, tonight? Listen, there are people all over this world. There are people in hospital rooms tonight. There are people in their own homes, in their own bedrooms. They're saved. They know God. They love God. But all they know to do is beg. And they've been begging the Lord, please heal me, please heal me. I don't want to die. Please heal me, please heal me. They say I can't live, but please, please, please. And they grovel and they fawn and they crouch. Please, please. Jesus never told you to do that. The Lord never told us to come a-begging, crouching. What did He say? He said, come boldly. Oh, come on, somebody's, somebody's got to help me. So come boldly before the throne of grace to get your mercy and get your grace to help in your time. He didn't say, come begging, come groveling. The difference, like Brother Richard was saying a minute ago, is faith. Faith is the difference. You've heard it over and over again tonight, but I'm here to tell you tonight, brother and sister, faith is not a beggar. Faith is not a croucher and a whiner and a crier and a pleader and ask over and over and over and over. Please, 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 please. You gotta quit it. You gotta stand up. You gotta be the righteous of God. You gotta be the bold of the Lord. You gotta be a believer. A believer. Beggars are not believers. And believers don't beg. People. Harsh, cruel tyrants that want people to come and fawn to them and, 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 and kiss their feet and, 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 and please, please and beg. They are people who are insecure, who don't know who they are, who are twisted, who are perverted. Our God is not such a God. He is not such a God. He's a God of love. Hallelujah. He's a God who reached down and saved us and stood us up so we could stand in the very presence of the Almighty, clean and pure, seated together with Jesus in heavenly places. He didn't intend for you and I to beg or to plead. That's why Jesus came and He hung on the cross and He was whipped at the post and He bought and He paid for your healing. You don't have to beg anybody for it. He bought it. He paid for it. Oh, are you with me tonight? He said, He heard the multitude pass by. In verse 36, he is a professional beggar. That's who he is. That's what he is. And when they passed by, they told him that Jesus of Nazareth, rather, was passing by. And he cried and he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Now, what is that? Well, this is the natural thing for him to do. He does this all day long. Only now, it's not for money. It's something else. But, but he's still begging. Jesus, have mercy on me. I think some people have misunderstood this. And they've, they stopped at this verse and tried to get people to cry and beg. Don't stop at this verse. Go on down and see what Jesus did. A great change came in this man's life in just a few moments. You've got to listen with your heart tonight now. 
Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus, he's still begging. But that's all he knows. He wasn't able to come and hear teaching like we do and, and have all the materials and have all the, the things that have fed us for years. Wasn't even available yet. That's all he knows. But Jesus heard his heart. And they that went before him, they rebuked him. They said, you know, shut up. But he cried so much the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. Walk in all the light you got. Right? All he knew was begging. But he's doing it at full volume. Right? And he's doing all he knows to do. And then. Jesus stood and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he was come near, he asked him, he said, What will you that I shall do to you? Now, let's just stop right here. Here's where revelation comes. If begging would have gotten it done, this would be the end of the story right here. He's begged. He's got Jesus' attention. And Jesus has stopped and said, bring him here. If begging would do it, Jesus would say, I hear you. You're begging me. Here, I'm going to heal you. But he didn't. I said he didn't. The Lord is not moved to action by needs. He's not moved to action by pleading and begging. If God was moved by needs, if he was moved by begging, miracles would be popping all over the planet right now. No. What causes God, like Brother Smith Wigglesworth said one time, to pass over a million people just to get to you? What causes that? What causes that? Faith. Faith. Well, believers are not beggars. Or are you ready for this? Are you ready to see this man transform? Now, we don't have this in Luke's account, but the Bible said he called him, and when he did, he got up and threw his garment off. Now, you know if you've heard about that and read about that, that that garment probably indicated his status as a beggar. Something is transforming in this man's life and his mind and his heart. He's not just throwing off this cloak. He's throwing off an identity. No more a beggar, but now what's happening? He is becoming a believer. And Jesus looked at him and said, what do you want? Well, you know, you you might think it'd be obvious what he wanted. But see, this is about faith. If begging would get it, he'd be healed right now. But no, what do you want? He said, I want to receive my sight. What did Jesus say? Oh, come on, come on, come on. Verse, what? Verse 41, he said, Lord, I want to receive my sight. Jesus, verse 42, said what? Oh, what did he say? Receive. Receive. Your sight. Receive your sight. Then what happened next? Receive your sight. Your faith has saved you. And immediately, what did he do? He received his sight and followed him glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, they gave praise to God. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to God. Can you see something happened in this man and he stopped begging and started believing. And as a believer, he used his faith to receive. I'm believing God right now. 
that people in this place and people all over this place and all over the world that have been begging, begging, please heal me, please Jesus heal me, please heal me, and praying with other people that are begging and pleading. I know you meant well, but it's not right. I know you meant well, but you got to stop that. No, Jesus is not impressed with you laying around groveling and trying to show him that you're humble. He's not impressed with that. Stand up on your feet. Stand up on your feet on the inside of you. Stand up and realize that who you are in Jesus. Stand up and realize that he wanted you to stand up and be with him. Oh, do you remember Jesus is walking on the water? And you remember, you know, that they they cried out and, and were afraid. And Peter said, if that's you... Bid me to come. And a lot of theologians would have said, how dare you? What do you mean, uh, assume, presume, you could do what the Son of Man, Son of God does? But what did Jesus say? Oh, come on, what did Jesus say? He said, he said come on. Oh, that's God's heart from the beginning to restore His man to full place and full fellowship so that we might rule and reign in this life. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The scripture says he raises up the poor out of the dust and he lifts up the beggar from the dunghill and sets him among princes and makes him to inherit the throne of glory. Say it out loud. No more begging. No more begging for me. I'm a believer. I'm not a beggar. My father did not ask me to crouch, grovel, whine, beg. He made me righteous. He made me strong. He told me to come boldly. And here I come. Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet. Oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. We're ready right now to release our faith. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We're going to pray. If you've got it set in your heart and you know that you know that you know that you are ready to receive healing right now, would you raise your hand? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yep. All right, everybody else be seated. If you're uh, the ones who raised your hands, you, you stay standing. Everybody else be seated. If you know that you're healed and you're fine, go ahead and be seated. But if you're ready to receive a healing right now, if you're watching by a, a TV and Internet, you get ready right now, you, you stand, stand up. We're not just standing in the natural. We're standing up in spirit. No more begging. Hold that head up high. He's the glory and the lifter of our head. We're through begging. We're believers. No more begging. We come to receive. We come to get our healing. We come to lay hold of it with our faith. Now you heard the man talking about Mark 11, 23 and 24. Huh? They want the details. He said, here they are. Mark 11, 23 and 24. You know what it says? What things soever you desire when you pray, do what? Believe that you receive them and you'll have them. That word receive literally means take. Believe that you take them and you shall have them. 
If you want hands laid on you tonight, I want you to go ahead and get ready. Uh, everybody that's standing, make your way. Let's see, this, this part of the auditorium to this side, is that right? And this part of the auditorium to this side, am I telling you right? Go ahead, make your way right now. If you want hands laid on you tonight to receive your healing, glory be to God. We're going to pray for you. Watching by the great TBN network, God's going to touch you just like you were right here. If you haven't already received your healing, right here and right now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Get ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I would like Phyllis and um, and Miss Osteen and and Brother Richard and Miss Lindsay and and Dino and Cheryl, would y'all come? Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's come up to the platform if y'all would. And I want us to pray for the people right now. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Guys, let's reach our hands out as we begin ministering here. Let's reach our hands out toward everybody that's believing across this great TBN network. Many have already received their healing. But right now, God has stirred you and you are through begging and you are through despairing and you're ready to receive. In the name of Jesus, receive your healing. Now out loud of your mouth, say, I receive my healing. I receive my healing now in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I take it. I take my healing from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, everything in between. I believe that I receive my healing now. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 